Hello and welcome to Walking with a Living Hope, where each week we will share a story from the Bible about hope, and not just any hope, but a living hope through our Lord and Savior. So 1 Peter 1.3 tells us that blessed be, God, be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. So today we are diving into John chapter 9, if you guys want to go there. So we're going to set the scene. Jesus and his disciples are leaving the temple. This temple is located high up on a mountain. And to get there, you must walk almost half a mile straight up this mountain on uneven steps. And these steps were designed that way. This wasn't an accident. They were designed that way. Some would be smaller, some would be larger. So you constantly had to keep your head down the entire time that you're walking up this mountain. So when you get to the top of the mountain, your head is already bowed. I just think that's amazing that they did that. So at the, bo at the bottom of this mountain, when you look down, there's a pool, the Pool of Salaam. People would cleanse themselves before making the half-mile journey up this steep mountain from the temple. So it would be there, people would be washing their feet, cleaning themselves up. It was a huge, huge pool. So during the time, it would have been really crowded. The exact location of the original pool, as it existed during the time of Jesus, remained a mystery until about 2004. Jerusalem, and they had really they had thought they'd found the pool, but it was just small, just like a little piece of. So, but in 2004, Jerusalem suffered a large water sewer problem just south of Jerusalem's temple, Temple Mount, and two ancient stone steps were discovered. An archaeologist determined that the pool was 225 feet long, like the size of two Olympic swimming pools. I can just feel the crowd, hear the noise, see the people washing their feet so they can start up this mountain. I just envision them holding their shoes, feeling cleansed, going up this mountain. Um... So let's jump in to chapter 9, shall we? In chapter 9, verse 1, And as Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from his birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither hath this man sinned, nor his parents but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. So the disciples, having this rabbi, rabbi Jesus with them, like any good student, he have, they have a teacher. They want to learn. They want to learn from this teacher. They want to learn from Jesus. So they question, why is this man blind? What sin has he committed? Good, good question, disciples. I can only imagine that if I was walking along with Jesus, he would finally just look at me because I'd have so many questions and finally look at me and say, look, you have met your limit for the day. You cannot ask any more questions. I'm sure that's what he would probably tell me. He tells them that this man or his parents have not sinned. 
and that he is blind so that God may be seen in him and manifest in him. In other words, sometimes we just have to walk a journey that's not comfortable, that's not easy, but God's promises stand firm and we have to just keep walking by faith. So we look in verse 4. I must work the works of him that sent me. While it is day and night cometh, when no man can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Yes. Verse 6. When he hath thus spoken, he spat on the ground and made clay of spittle. And he anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay. And he said unto him, Go, wash in the pool of Salaam, which means scent. He went his way, therefore, and washed and came seeing. So this man, this blind man, had a living hope. I can only imagine this sight. I just can see him walking down the stairs. A blind man with mud on his eyes going down these steps that are uneven while everyone is fighting to go up. And I'm sure he fell. He was maybe pushed about. But he knew, he knew that he had the Son of God spit in his eye. He had hope and faith that he was going to be healed. This man had been blind his entire life. I believe that he ran into the pool, not letting anything stand in his way. He washed his eyes and that gleam of light came in. And I'm sure tears of joy flowed down his cheeks. It is often asked, why, why didn't Jesus just instantly heal him? We know he made the dead rise and he healed a woman with just a touch of his garment. I believe this man had to make this walk, just like many of us have to walk a path that we don't understand and stumble over. But we know that with a living hope, God is right there. So if you feel like you're stumbling down those steps today, right now you're fighting against the crowd, know that you also have Jesus in you. So there's more to chapter 9, and I encourage you to finish the story. But thanks for joining me today. And join me next week when we talk about the woman who touched the hem of his garment. So have a great day, and remember to keep walking with a living hope each and every day.